Hello, and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson. Sorry, I was Wayne. <laughs> And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. Sorry I was yawning during your, uh, I was up late last night. You were? Yeah. Getting into trouble? No, no. I made Pauline a new cabinet and I was uh, using a little Bona Dry Fast Bark Stain. Looked okay. beautiful. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Very good. Well, Rob, it's play-by-play time. And uh, Here we go again, huh? Let's see if we can get this right. I think both of us know that we're one step away from being Walmart greeters. So <laughs> let's do a play by play. Last time you we know, did all, this. All, all work is honorable, you know. Even if you are the uh, greeter at Walmart, it, 100%. It, they're getting up and going to work, man. That's all that matters. I could not. And speaking agree of more. going to work, we put the band back together, baby. We're about to hit the road. I D hear did that. A class D, yeah, D did a school last week, back to back schools in, in uh, uh, Texas. Texas. Yep, in Texas, down there with our man Jason Owen. Uh, I hit yep. the road next week, heading out to Marietta. See the great folks down in Atlanta, and we are back, baby. We're doing a lot of back to back schools this year too, where we're so we can accommodate everybody that might have missed out on schools last year. Mm -hmm. um, and because of the smaller class sizes, because of the COVID and everything, um, we're doing we're doing like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday school, and then a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So we're doing back-to-backs in the same town. So uh, like I said, we can get everybody trained who needs, who wants to be trained. And uh, so we are just, Pumped up, man. Ready to go. I saw a picture of, uh, I guess, one of the guys on in D's class there in Texas did a pretty cool design with the water popping the floor. It's amazing what you can do with just one simple thing, you know, just water popping the floor, you know. Um, sometimes we used to do a, you know, you know what I mean by soldiers in a row border? Mm-hmm. And just water pop the border. That's all. Just, just change nothing other than do a soldiers in a row border. Same stain. Just water pop the border and don't water pop the field. And it's so simple, but very dramatic looking. I love that border, by the way. I used to get, I got tired of doing the other type of borders. We did so many of them. So it's mm -hmm. a nice change up to do that type of border. And plus, if you got a lot of uh, leftover shorts, um, great way to use them up. And uh, I think it's just a really cool, uh, timeless look. I hate it. Do you really? Yeah. How do you hate yeah, as, soon as, as soon as you start talking about it, it's like, oh my God, do I ever hate that one? Really? That is, yeah. Well, of course you love it and I hate it. I mean, East, West, well, it, it never ends, does it? It just never ends. You know something? This is going to make you feel bad. I've got that in my house. Okay. A soldiers in a row border. I mean, that's. Did you do it? Or was did. it already I, there? No, I, I installed all the floors in the house. And the reason why I did it in my house, Rob, uh, I really, really wasn't initially going to put one in, but uh, it's an old antique house. And from, from the parallel walls are like two and a half inches off from one side of the room to the other. So if I laid a oh, border, okay. 
All right. You know what I mean? So to, to yeah. keep this, the field, you know, where I want it lined up and everything, I could disguise it in the, in the soldiers in a row border. You don't see it near as much and you don't see it. So, so there. Take that. Once again. You. Yeah. Okay. Once again. Right. Yeah. So don't feel bad. All right. Uh, we're going to do. So when you uh, were, when you were laying that, when you were laying that border, did you, you have a little play by play going in your head? You're working oh, yeah, alone. Yeah. Does Jeremiah come out or you work alone? alone? Uh, no, I did this by myself. No, I, I did not. I had a really good good young young guy, uh, Valera. It's a hard name to pronounce his last name, uh, Temescula or Temescua or something like that. But super good guy, man. Real good floor guy. He helped me install it. So and finish it and finish it, too. It's several years ago. But um um no i don't have the play-by-play in my head anymore because i'm i'm I'm, you know you do that when you're in your prime of your life man you're in your zone man you're in your game but now when you're when you're old it'd be like now watching a nature history show where the giraffe is dying and it takes like three days to completely die you ever had you ever watch one of those kids when you're i remember when i was a little kid watching uh and i don't know why they would do this in the i think it's a third grade in colorado as a military school and um they, the teacher wheeled in the t- television and she showed us these kids in Africa like dying of starvation. I mean, you know what I mean? Why would you show that to little third grade kids? Anyhow, I started crying because I, I got like a hunger pain. I, I'm not making this up, man. I started like, I, then I started thinking, well, like, can, can you just die all of a sudden of starvation? You know what I mean? I mean, I, I didn't realize it took days and whatever. I just started feeling hungry and I started. So the girl next to me said, uh, Miss So and so, Wayne's crying. So she took me out in the hall and she goes, what's the matter, honey? I said, well, I'm hungry. She <laughs> called my mom, man. My, my mom took that personal. Uh, I was already wearing size husky pants. So I think that was her evidence. That I really wasn't being abused. So anyhow. Uh, what you don't, you, know, you yeah. don't see that anymore. What? You don't see that anymore in, in the clothing stores. Husky? You remember, the, you remember the big sign? You know, you used to have the big uh, sign, Husky. Yeah. Boys department. Yeah. You had the boys department and then the Husky department. Yeah. yeah. I think it would probably oh, be a yeah. lawsuit nowadays. <laughs> I can tell you it was traumatic for me because my three skinny brothers never let me hear the end of it. Hey, Husky, you going to go out with us today? Yeah, come on, Husky. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So, so um, you, were the, you were the big brother, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not the oldest, but the, the biggest uh, 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 in girth. <laughs> um, the, but no, no play most, by play. You're the most powerful. Uh, that uh, Not pound for pound. I can't even claim that. <laughs> but um, I didn't have a play by play in my head as I was installing my floors because the, the game has passed me by, man. I'm not, I'm not fast anymore. I'm slow uh, and I don't do it hardly anymore. So, but we did a play-by-play uh, in um, around the holidays last year of guys installing a floor. And I think it probably wasn't listened to very much because it was around the holidays. I don't know. No, so they were sanding the floors. That's right. They were sanding the floors. Yeah. They were sanding the floors. Yeah. Or it sucked worse than we realized, and we never heard anything <laughs> about it. So we're just going to keep ramming it down everybody's uh, throat you know, try until to, try we to get it. Right. Yeah. Until you guys send those emails telling us how much you love it, then we'll stop doing it. That's how it works. All right, Rob. We're going to do a play-by-play coding the floor. So uh, why don't you 
get us started. All right. Good morning, everybody. Here beside Wayne Highlander again to today as we check in on our team. And Wayne, as you know, this is coding day. Not just any coding day. These two guys have advanced to the final coat round. That's right. Final coat day. Final coat day, Rob. You're right. And you know what? For these guys, it's a 40-mile round trip each way to the job site for this pair. And their new job starts tomorrow. This homeowner is going to either write that check or not, depending on the outcome of this coat. That's more pressure than a redheaded kid at a beach party, Rob. You'd know all about that, wouldn't you, Wayne? Do you have any rituals when it came to coding? Uh, other than my lucky rabbit's foot, crossing my fingers, knocking on wood, throwing salt over my shoulder, rubbing my lucky penny? No. Rob, let's look at the scenario, though. We have a living room, a dining room, and a kitchen. That's fairly pedestrian, but the hallway, Rob, the hallway is 100 feet long by 6 to 7 feet wide. There are windows everywhere, and you know that's where the challenge lies in this job. That's scarier than an undertaker for the average man, Rob. That's right, Wayne. And you know it's been on his mind since the day he bid this job. He's a T-bar guy, one of the best, you know. This job doesn't set up well for his style of coding. Two of the rooms are right off the long hallway with no breaks and no borders, so he has to tie them all together as he makes his way down the hall. You've heard of Highway to Hell? Well, Wayne, this is Hallway to Hell. Profound, Rob. However, if he can make the right application adjustments, he can easily knock this out of the park, and we all know this is a team sport. He has to be able to depend on his apprentice. Last time we checked on these two, they, they weren't getting along. Paul's got a bit of a temper, as we know, and he's under pressure. And his apprentice is, well, an apprentice. He's a good kid, Wayne, but let's just say he is one of the sharpest tools in the shed. As Corn Leghorn would say, that boy's about as sharp as a bowling ball. Well, let's go back to the action, Rob. You can see they're talking it over first, and you love to see this. They're dialing in a game plan. Paul keeps his custom T-Bar in a special modified pool stick case. He won the West Coast annual Golden T-Bar contest with it. This T-Bar comes with a high velocity rotation. It's warp resistant. It's made up of multi-directional carbon fiber, unparalleled front end balance, and low deflection qualities. Rob, I gotta say his confidence is riding high right now, but you can swing a $500 bat, but you still gotta hit the ball, right, Rob? That's right, Wayne. Wayne, you know, I remember the day you won your golden T-bar. Whatever happened to it? Well, when my apprentice quit, he took it with him. He later sent me a video running it through a wood chipper. I made him sit in the back of the truck a few many times, I guess. He was a mean kid from Wayers Cave, Virginia. Here you go. Watch the footwork, Rob, as this apprentice, well, he's cutting in. He ain't no Fred Astaire, but he's moving at a pretty good clip. He's intimidated by the speed of his journeyman, who has been known to run over the cut-in guy. Look at the finger-trip control of that journeyman with his T-bar. It is effortless. His almost over-exaggerated moves across the floor harkens back to ABBA and Dancing Queen. Speaking of Dancing Queen, Rob, what happened to your golden T-bar? Funny you should mention Dancing Queen. Billy Price borrowed my T-bar. Hung it on the wall, scratched off my initials, put his on, never returned it. I'll get it back someday. 
Wayne, did you just hear yeah. that? The heater yep. recycle just turned on. He's got about 30 seconds before this starts things blow. Ah. Wayne, did you just hear that? All right, let me try it again. You're halfway. Go. You having fun? <laughs> Wayne, did you just hear that? The heater recycler just turned on. He's got about 30 seconds before that thing starts blowing. I caught that, Rob. I'm surprised you could with your horrible hearing. You know what? That can spell trouble, Rob. He's got to make it to that thermostat quick. If that heater comes on, that could be disaster in the making. That's more uncomfortable than a warm public toilet seat. Kind of creepy, Wayne. You're kind of creepy. Oh, sorry, Rob. I get a little defensive there. Look at that apprentice run. He's moving like a gazelle. He'll make it to the thermostat with plenty of time to spare. Oh, no, Rob. I mean, look, he, he put his dirty hands on the wallpaper, though. I don't care how well that T-bar is balanced with carbon fiber. If you don't get that wall cleaned up, Paul's going to balance it against that kid's head. If looks could kill, that's scarier than... Never mind. I know. He wasn't a good-looking kid to begin with. He looks like he had too much moisture cure without a respirator, if you ask me. Well, Wayne, it's decision time. Do they keep coding? Or do they stop and clean up that wall? You got to keep coding, Rob. Remember, there's a painter on the job, and the homeowner does not like them. You got to blame this one on the painter and keep going, Rob. Pretty easy call. Well, Wayne, that's why they make chocolate and vanilla. I would agree with you if it was first coat on bare wood. I say you got to stop and fix it. With traffic HD, the proper spread rate, you get plenty of working time. Wayne. Did he just look at the side of the gallon to see how much finish he's made up? Please tell me he has enough finish to complete this room. I've been giving this kid the benefit of the doubt this whole time, but my patience is really starting to wear thin. Easy, Rob. You're starting to sound like an old queen. That kid's got plenty of finish. I did not see this coming. I did not see this coming. You can teach an old dog new tricks. Paul kept this one to himself. He is a T-bar master. But I'll be damned if he isn't breaking out a roller to coat that long hallway. Look at the grin on his face. He knew nobody was expecting this one. Oh, man, Robin. You know, you know what? This is a sign of a true pro. He's using all the tools in his arsenal. He's not just married to one application to the technique. I've said it before. A perfect coat is a constantly moving target. It is dictated by job site technique, and chemistry. Wayne, how many times are you going to wear that one out? It's not going to stick. You've tried that to... <laughs> Wayne, how many times are you going to wear that one out? It's not going to stick. You've tried to work that into every training book and video. Hashtag perfect code if anybody's listening. Oh, man. And just when I wanted to split this kid's head open with a razor, I see that he has switched to cutting in behind the journeyman. He really seems to understand his role, finally. And he's finding his comfort zone. Now, the issue I have with this hallway is the exit is 30 feet away from the end. First 60 feet has been gravy. But now the real challenge begins. 
Speaking of gr- gravy, Rob, you never even mentioned that. Uh, you know, you never even mentioned you noticed I lost 32 pounds. Uh, I could tell your head looks way too big for your body. Not the look I was going for, but thanks. So back to the floor. Now they gotta they gotta do the wet line dance, Rob. You know that dance, keeping several areas wet at the same time. If he stays on the proper coverage, his life is going to be a whole lot easier. Rob, here's where you need patience and skill to know how much product to put out there on the floor. This is when you need your journeyman to be a leader and call the shots. You got to stay calm. You got to stay confident. Your apprentice is going to key off of him. If he panics, you can lose the apprentice. Many times I've had to slap the apprentice to get his focus back. I hear you, Wayne. My brother still won't talk to me about work. Well, okay, here we go. One thing I really, Rob, this is what I love what they did right here. You know, they could end up with extra finish, and there's no vents in sight. So they placed towels at the exit points before they even started coating ahead of time in case they need to pick up that extra finish. That's a, that's a really, really smart move. We are about to see the classic pendulum swing contact. We are about to see the classic pendulum swing connecting both sides of the hallway and out of the room. After one less... Oh my God, you moron. Uh, one, two... We are about to see the classic pendulum swing connecting both sides of the hallway and out of the room after one less oh my god try it again rob (laughs) all right we're about to see the classic pendulum swing what was that sorry just you okay yeah, I'm good. I want to help you concentrate. Okay, thanks. That, because that helped. I was about to nail it there. <clears throat> we are about to see the classic pendulum swing connecting both ends of the hallway and out of the room. One last overly dramatic roll to push away from himself. He finds... Oh, you got to be me. Language? Sorry, Eileen. Why can't I do this? Is that rhetorical, or you want me to answer? No, that's just... Yeah, just keep your mouth shut. We're about to see the classic pendulum swing connecting both ends of the hallway, and out of the room they go. One last overly dramatic roller push away from himself. He's got it. He hands the roller handle to the kid and says, my work is done here. You know what I smell, Rob? Yeah, I smell money. They're going to get paid on this one. 80-20, of course, but they're going to get paid. You struggled a little bit there, eh? yeah, Rob. Remember yeah, when I started? To, I, I'm not used to doing all the talking. You're you're the talker, not me. 
Well, we see why now. I'm just plucking just comic relief. Point. You know what I mean? I'm I'm the Ed McMahon of the show. You know, remember at the beginning of that thing when I said, you know, we're one step away from being Walmart readers? That's what I was talking about. Maybe it was too much right pressure. There. How many hey, times you did that read through? How many times did you do that read through? Went great every time. Yeah. I know I was surprised you struggled with it. It was cracking me up. <laughs> I only struggled twice. Yeah. I only struggled twice on that. Yeah, listen to it back. Okay. I want to say something, Rob. Um, you know, uh we we uh have some guys call us from time to time about the podcast and different stuff and what have you. And I had a had a good a guy I know, a real good guy. He's struggling, struggling, struggling big time right now on a job. Uh he had a helper quit him. In the middle of his one of the biggest jobs of his career, which coincidentally is one of the most stressful jobs of his career, and he had a one of his guys quit on him, and he had some other other issues going on, family stuff and what have you. And I just wanted to say, I mean, it's, that's that's a that's tough, man. I mean, Rob, we've certainly been there, and when this 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 job can be overwhelmingly stressful, and and listen to his voice, and and, and man, I. I if if he didn't live on halfway on the other side of the country, and, and if I had any time at all, he's one of the guys you want to pack up your tools and go over there and give the guys give the guy a hand. But um, I, we know that four guys go through this kind of stuff from time to time, man. And uh, I, I wish we had something, you know, just comforting to say about stuff like that because we've all been there, and it's tough, man. The only thing I, I can say when you're going through something like that, I know for myself is that I stopped looking at long range goals and I start I started taking just baby steps. Like I, I will just say, you know what? I just need to get this room done. Sometimes it's too overwhelming to look at the big picture. Just take it baby steps at a time. If you go, I mean, for that's what's worked for me. If you're going through something like this and try to try to just, just stop thinking of, you know, stressing yourself out on the big picture and just try to break it down into little steps. They say, like they say, how do you eat an elephant? Just one, one, one spoonful at a time or whatever. Uh, so I'm hoping he gets through it. We've all been there, man, when, 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 you, when you're up against something like that. And sometimes in this job, as a contractor, you feel like you're on an island. And certainly to have a guy quit on you, I don't know the circumstances, and I don't care, you know, whatever. It's just, but but it's, it's just tough, man. And so anyhow, for he's, he's going through it, so I'm not going to mention any names. Uh, super good guy, but... Uh, uh, we're just throwing some good thoughts out to the guy, and I know he'll power through it. And uh, it's you know I know it's going to be a lot of weekends too to get past it. And and just keep in mind you will get past this and on to the next one. And uh, give yourself a break, man. I mean, um, you know, uh, don't be so hard on yourself. And uh, and uh, just Rob and I uh, just wishing you well, man. Uh, that's all I had to say. So you know that's a really yeah. good advice. Sometimes. Uh, and I, I've really tried to teach that that little thing to my kids. Um, don't look at everything at once. You know, like you said, just yeah, you you got you got eight rooms or whatever. You, you know what I mean? Don't think of I, I got eight rooms. Just think of let's get this room done, then move to the next. Stop thinking about the whole picture, and then just just attack it. You know, I like you said, one bite at a time, but too many times I think people don't look at things like that. They just look at, Oh my God, I've got, I got four jobs this week and you know, this is room number one at day one. Yeah. 
My uncle Fred used to have saying, Robbie, the sun will rise tomorrow morning. I guarantee it. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, sometimes the success is just getting through the day, right? Just get through the day to make it to the next one. And you'll find if you can do that and break it down is sometimes, and I think the main thing too, is don't be so damn hard on yourself sometimes. You know, sometimes you get thrown in a situation and you're just human and you're just trying to work your way out of it uh, through no fault of your own. So uh, easy for us to say, we know, we know that, but just, I just want to say uh, our, our, our thoughts and prayers are with you, man. And I know you make it through. And, and again, I, I say it because I know he's not the only one going through it. Everybody's been through it at one time or another. So, okay, Rob, um, I don't know if we'll do another play by play podcast or not. I was, uh, or maybe we won't be allowed to, hell, I don't know, but anyway. <laughs> um we could do one about in we could do one about installs we didn't do installs we didn't we do, do a play by play for installs yeah yeah we should talk about you know what we got to have a stair builder on here uh you know what we're going to do that as a podcast my brother's a beast on stairs man i mean he got a, a niche of doing stairs that he is super super good and fast at it man and and there's a lot of them out there like that so that we, we will have a guest on there talking about doing stairs a lot of guys uh have questions about about that putting up the risers and everything and the rules of rise and run and and which goes first and scotia molding and and all kinds of different stuff and there's tips and techniques out there so uh, I think that'll be a good show we'll run. All right. You know, did, did you do a lot of stairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, when I was a carpenter, I worked with this guy. It cracks me up because we 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 both started as apprentices together, not floor guys, but in the carpenters union, right? We both, we were in the first class together. We're out on the same job site together. This guy was a horrible carpenter. There's no two ways around it. He has become very successful in life after he got out of being a carpenter. He opened up three different stores and he's killing it right now. But uh, he was on, we were on a very good crew. Uh, our guys, I mean, they were like an A team, not that we were any part of it. We were learning from these journeymen. They were fantastic craftsmen. And, in the, and, and we did concrete stairs, right? I mean, I mean, everything we did was concrete. We poured concrete. We did concrete forms. We got the rebar ready and on huge jobs. But in that world of carpentry and form work, if you're doing stairs, you're, you got to be a stud. You got to be pretty good because it ain't like, you know, okay, I got to tear this out, this, this riser out because it's not the right size. You pour concrete in, in rebar, it, it's jackhammer time getting it out. And you know what I mean? And you just can't make a mistake. So the the stairs were left to the best craftsman on the job. Well, this guy, he was a horrible carpenter. Got away from us. He went out to another jobs. We hadn't seen him in a couple of years, whatever. You know, everybody used to make fun of the guy. I mean, I used to call him Peaches. I don't know why, but it stuck. Uh, you know, it's one of those nicknames, and it used to bug the hell out of him. So he unfortunately let us know that it bugged the hell out of him, because, so that became his name. So anyhow, fast forward to about a year and a half or two years, he drives by our job site one day. And we still remember him as the goofy kid who was not very good, right? So we said, hey, man, how you doing? Um, he goes, oh, me, you know, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I'm working on this crew over in San Francisco. He goes, I've been running into a lot of stairs. So the, the journeyman that used to be his journeyman at the time goes, well, why don't you pick up your damn feet? <laughs> and right away, back, he was peaches all over again. Poor kid. All right, I don't know why. I'll never that forget. I, we were. I was doing an estimate one day, and they had like a set of construction stairs in. And the guy says, uh, "You know, I don't want anything fancy. Do you do stairs?" I go, "No, nah, I don't. No, nah, you know, never, never. We never really did. You know." Mm -hmm. So he goes, 
I didn't because I didn't think it would be that much. I go, well, let me do a little research, you know. Now I know I've seen stair treads and risers from the distributor I was doing, you know, business at. So I went, talked to a few guys, and one guy was telling me, he goes, Yeah, it's not that hard. You know, it's you know, really pretty simple. Like, All right. I give the guy a quote on the stairs. I think it was 12 steps. And I think I quoted him like $1,400. Okay. You know, it was like, I figured a hundred a step and then I threw an extra 200 in just for shits and giggles. And boom, the, the guy couldn't say yes fast enough. Like, I swear he was acting like he wanted to pay me right, right then when I just said, you know, yeah, here's how, yeah, I'll do the stairs. This is the price. So I go home, I go back the next day. I started to do it. I, and then finally, and that's kind of bugging me. I'm like, geez, I, my price, my, I maybe be a little low here. Right. Yeah. So I said to the guy, Hey, was my price low? Is that why you were so happy? He goes low. He goes, the other guy, the stair guy that we were going to have, he was going to charge $5,000. Now, yeah, now I really had a lot of problems sleeping. Yeah. That's a lot of To think that I could have said four grand. There's a lot. And I still, he still would have been, right? Oh, I saved a grand. And here I am doing figures, figuring out how much a tread's going to cost. And oh, oh my. So uh, yeah, when I found out what stair guys were charging, I I turned into a stair guy. I'm a stair guy. Yeah, I can do yeah. stairs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah, cool. I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. I'm a carpenter. It's just remind me if I forget to tell you the best stair jig ever made on planet Earth, and what it costs it? almost nothing. I'll, I'll get into it on the next show. There you go. That'd be a teaser for the guys. Okay. So thank you for listening, everybody. And uh, this has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please do stay tuned for another episode.